Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard, and joining me this week in the studio is Jess Evans. Hello. Heather Strait. Hiya, pals. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hey, that's me. It sure is. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Well, it's the start of a new year, but I'm not making any resolutions. I'm planning a little further ahead than just 2022, and I want to hear what adventures y'all have in your theme park bucket lists. More on that later, but first... Some travel news, starting with, uh, uh, looks like, uh, Disney World put the rat on standby. Ah, yes, the, uh, Remy's Ratatouille adventure at Epcot is, uh, now being switched from the virtual queue to standby, as well as available for, uh, guests staying at Walt Disney World Resort Hotels, uh, during the early morning entry half hour that they get. <laughs> yeah. Mm, early Woo-hoo. morning minutes. Yeah. You um, should call them morning minutes. Oh. <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm wondering if this is gonna I can't is is the I can't remember off the top of my head. Is Remy on the individual lightning lane currently? It is now. It, it is now that, that it switched over, yeah. So that was probably the big impetus for that. But so yeah, why you, why do a virtual queue if you can sell someone access to it? Yeah. If you can run fast enough. In that thirty minutes that you have when it opens, or if you go in from breaks down (laughs) daily. Every new ride, every new Disney ride breaks down daily. Yeah, but it has continued to do so in Paris too. Apparently, it's the same ride system as the the Phantom Manor, and yeah, it's the it's the trackless ride systems. It's the problems they were having with Rise. It's trackless ride systems. As we know from using normal Wi-Fi at home, sometimes it just poops the bed. Well, plus, if anything hits the floor, yeah, it's, it's items getting dropped out of the cars, and then they have to reset because the cars don't know they're there. At yeah. least it doesn't seem to be going down as much as Rise. Yeah. Mm-mm. The problem they were having with Rise is that when it goes down, they have to reboot the entire system. It's not mm-hmm. like a standard old school ride that can just stop for a little while, get fixed, and then pick back up. So, And so many moving parts in yeah. that thing. Christmas week, that scene in Rise with Kylo Ren when he gets blown out near the end, he gets blown off the. Oh, sorry. Uh, it was broken. The animatronic was broken. So they had blocked that off and there was a new thing on a screen. Oh, so, they have a backup. Oh, for Dan, it. They you have still a backup. Have not ridden yeah. this ride? <laughs> no, I still haven't ridden this oh ride. Oh, It's always down every time I'm there, or I can't get into the virtual queue because the virtual queue system's broken. Or yeah, no more virtual queue for it. Now no you just for that anymore. <laughs> now you can pay ten bucks. Get and, this man a VIP tour. Yeah, we're working on it. Or pay February. pay ten dollars. Get it on uh, for your individual lightning lane. You're yeah, ill. Apparently, it's it's been working pretty well. People are actually saving a lot of time on that one. As opposed, to I some haven't of the looked other ones. to see yet what the standby line has done for Ratatouille. Is have, have y'all looked? No, but the Rise standby line during Christmas week, I never saw it go over. It was usually between 90 minutes and 120 minutes. That's reasonable. During Christmas week. And we just used the lightning lane. And that was very fast. Lightning-like even. Lightning. It was lightning-y. Living up to its name. Yeah. 
Heather has a report on something else that you experienced over your Christmas trip. Yes, I finally got into Club Cool. Mm-hmm. Ever, every time I've been back since it's been reopened, there's been a huge line. Yeah. And so my my 15-year-old son loves Club Cool. And he, I mean, the kid, this kid won't eat anything, but he loves to try a weird soda. So he wanted, he really wanted to go do it. I said, well, let's go look, but there's probably going to be a line. And there was not only no line, we were the only people in there, maybe one other group. It was completely empty. At Christmas week. At Christmas week. Yeah. So they have, Beverly is still there, but they have seven new flavors when they reopen. There's seven all new things. And we tried Mm. all of them. And there's a new flavor to trick people into trying, (laughs) in my opinion. We kind of like Beverly. I like the bitterness. I don't think it's gross. The one that we tried that all of us thought was disgusting was from China and it's called smart sour plum. Is that the one that tastes like barbecue sauce? It tastes like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about this. Oh, like a plum sauce. Mm -hmm, Cause it's a tea. It's a sparkling tea, kind of like a kombucha and it's disgusting. It tastes like someone took a bottle of not even good barbecue sauce and mixed it with carbonated water. <laughs> like Dixie brand barbecue yes, sauce. Yes, it's nasty. <laughs> I like how you implied that it was a really good barbecue sauce. Then that I would might drink be right. it. Yeah. Well, if it's got to taste like barbecue sauce, at least, at least tastes like stubs or something. Yep, there you go, right? So <laughs> the description of it says that it's sweet, tart, and savory. Blech. It's gross. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. My new favorite came from russia and it's a russian sprite and it's cucumber mm-hmm. that's the one i want to try really that delicious would be good with some gin in it yes i tasted that one and said this needs some hendrix in it let's bring some miniatures in there this week <gasps> oh you're a yeah. genius that's sure happening that'll go well <laughs> mm-hmm. hey we're gonna it's happening uh there's a raspberry from moldova and it was it's a sparkling oh, are we just passing over? What the hell is Moldova? I have no idea. I was hoping no one would know it. It's, in, uh, it's, from East, it's in Eastern Europe. That's all yeah, I know. It's Eastern Europe. Like, uh, it's like there's a whole bunch of those M countries. Is it is one of the former from? Soviet bloc countries? No, he's from Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. <laughs> Make no, they're having great. issues right now. Which is less funny than it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially this last month or Ugh. so. This one was good. It tastes very much like fresh raspberries and it's sparkly it was pretty sweet though are the floors sticky yet not yet it was <laughs> oh, so clean in there uh, maybe i'll hold off on going in there until they get yeah. the floors nice and it was, it has sticky floors and a bar mat smell i don't know it didn't yet. have that yet it's much big maybe a little bigger not not much bigger but the it layout bigger. is not as conducive i didn't think this yeah and it's but it's brighter there's a lot more windows in there it is there's only one entrance so the old club cool you could come in and, and go, then go out the, the back, back. Yeah. you can't do that there's only one entrance still all the coca-cola swag I'm and sound stuff like all of the karens to me it just lost the magic it looks like <laughs> any other store <laughs> It just looks like an, uh, an Apple store. They don't have the little, like, the little groupings of the, the soda fountains. They're all along the back wall. It felt less crowded to me because you didn't have everybody grouping up in packs in around those 
I miss the magic of the columnar <laughs> setup from before. And as I said before, with their new renaming system for Epcot, why this place was not renamed as Libation? <laughs> Bro, yes. I got concoction and libation. Come at me, Disney. I'll sell these to you. It's fine. You can have them. There were a few Ooh. really good ones. The The barbecue sauce one was gross. There was one from the Dominican Republic called Country Club Merengue. And it tastes like Sammy Sosa's sweat. It, Isn't that a dance from Dirty Dancing? No. Country Club Merengue? <laughs> Sammy Sosa's jockstrap squeezes. It tasted like uh, cream, like an orange creamsicle. It wasn't bad, Ooh. but it was sweet. But the really oh, another kind of gross one was from Madagascar, and it was called Bonbon Anglaise. And you know that that artificial banana uh, taste like and smell. Like yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. it smelled like that, and it tasted like that mixed with vanilla. The I didn't like runts. it. Yeah, it wasn't good. It's, it's gross. Mm. No. And then, of course, Beverly is still there. Do they still have quat? That was my favorite. No, no quat anymore. So none of the original flavors are still there. Except for Beverly. Except for that's Beverly. right. What? Yeah. Why would they do that? that I don't sucks. know. There it was a minute made uh, a minute made lychee. It wasn't carbonated. It was just a kind of like a lychee lemonade. Hmm. It was good, Man. but it was super sweet. Lychee is too sweet for me. That's yeah. the problem with most of those ones that they had before was they were all too. It was very, very sweet. sweet. Yeah. yeah. I guess I they were got... trying to get something, another thing not sweet, and that's why they went with that gross barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce one. But definitely, that's the one that I think people should try to convince unsuspecting noobs. Try that one. So if I can find a kid, I can pay 10 bucks to try it. That would be the one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, uh, This summer, I'll have four children that I'll get a simultaneous reaction. Yeah, from. get them to taste that mm. and Beverly and see what happens. Mm. Mix the two together. Ugh. Oh. I know that you guys were on the edge of your seats. Uh, Moldo- Moldova. 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 Yeah, that's the one is right in between Romania and Ukraine. Ah, that's oh, right. Ah, of course. Right where I left it. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine? The Ukraine? I remember it well from Hostel. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly listens to the show. I can't trick her into trying the barbecue sauce, but I'll get the kids in the summer. Yes, definitely. On that one, I we tried every single one of them. She should be a good sport and just give it a try. I got her to eat an olive at Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you've met your sister. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, an olive! Wow, <laughs> we're not an olive eating household. No, I didn't realize house. this. Had you tried an olive before, Dan? No. Yeah, I don't. I didn't care for them. That's my son's favorite uh, snack. He like. Olives and salted meats. He eats like an old mm, Jewish man. Meat. Yeah, I didn't fan. know they he both is. hated olives when I made this huge charcuterie spread that <laughs> featured three different kinds of olives. <laughs> I like green olives mostly. I hate Kalamata olives. Everybody seems to love those. I don't mind them, but I prefer a green olive. The two-year-old made off with a gin-soaked olive. She didn't seem oh, to yeah, mind that. That was good. I haven't seen her since. <laughs> This episode of Olive Talk is brought to you by Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Spe- speaking of nasty artificial banana, it just has uh, some weirdness coming out of Banana. <laughs> yeah, we have some interesting shenanigans happening at Universal Orlando Resort. Shrek 4D finally closed its doors on uh, January 10th with its last show. 
We have no official word from Universal yet as to a replacement for the ride, but on the the same day, they shared on their social feeds a video of an onion in front of the attraction that was then picked up and replaced by a banana Mm. uh, with the the caption, uh, this post has many layers or something like that. And then at about the same time, construction walls popped up around Trek 4D that feature graffiti with and of the minions. So it looks like we're getting mm. a new Minions attraction right Maybe across the move street. The minions right across the street from the old into one, that yeah. smaller yeah. thing, and then use that prime real estate for something else. I don't know because I mean that they, to move that that theater, it's I don't know. It, it wouldn't make any sense, and it just it's it's weird for them to double up on that. I know it's probably their most popular property with kids, but they've got so many other ones that they haven't done anything with, like Trolls and How to Train Your Dragon, Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, Secret. Come they've on. got a ride ready to go for that over in Hollywood. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. what replaced Shrek in Hollywood. Yeah, that's what everybody thought oh. when they closed Shrek down. When they said it was done, they're like, "Oh, great, we're going to get Secret Life of Pets." But who knows now? But no. Well, the Minions sequel is finally supposed to be coming out this year the first minions movie was terrible oh my son Mm. loves minions so they know Mm, where they're they're, i like them in getting their people from um in the despicable me (laughs) movies yes in moderation Mm -hmm. but when it was the entire movie i just ugh. yeah kendra said that she because we were discussing about this a little bit ago before we started recording and she says she saw a rumor that it might some sort of walkthrough attraction that's supposed to be like a museum. Of, oh, yeah. Uh, but the site I saw that rumor on, I don't trust yeah. for. That so. would that would be <laughs> better than another yeah. <laughs> virtual kind of attraction. I'd rather it be a dark ride or something like that. It's I mean, it would be easy for them space. to just. It would be easy for them to convert it to another theater show. This seating is mm. all there and all that. But that's what I assumed mm-hmm. it would be. Yeah, but if then they're going to do another Minions theater show which is basically what the that make sense. despicable me is now because they've taken away the 3d function of it so it's just a motion theater now and isn't the shrek also a motion theater technically the chairs mm, don't okay. move to give you like full motion like yeah, the minions but it that. has effects built into the seat mm-hmm. so uh, it's like it's i can't like even remember i went in once when i don't know i first started going to universal and i thought well that's enough yeah. Yeah. It's what I was the reason for taking away the 3D? Was it making people sick? They never so said sick. because they never say anything like that. But I would That's assume true. it is probably because it ranked as extremely high on motion sickness for, mm. for most people that didn't That's, even usually get motion That's sick why they had to take the 3D out of their uh, forbidden Hogwarts. journey in, in Hollywood. Yeah. That one was making people that really sick. That ride makes me sick already. Yeah. And then you, you throw that, in 3D. Um, Jimmy Oof. Neutron, before it was also, Jimmy Neutron and uh, Minions made me super sick. Oh, right. I forgot that's what was there. Simpsons, I can ride once, but I I need to go be still after that. Yeah, like me go, too. Go and to Moe's and eat or something. I can't, Simpsons I can't ride anything else. Simpsons and Forbidden Journey, soon. those are the only things that, and I, I never really get motion sick, but those two make me go, you know... I have to say, Thank when I got you. too fat to ride Forbidden Journey anymore, I wasn't that You weren't disappointed. sad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I can't fit in it. Can't do it. I don't get motion sick on anything at all. I love Forbidden Journey. I, I hope you don't get it. That got worse for me the older I got. I, I, was, on dizzy, a, a, I was on a trip with a, a, a group of ladies, and one of them has been plagued her whole life with motion sickness but is a huge Harry Potter fan. And we begged her not to get on Forbidden Journey. 
<laughs> and she did. And what it was, it was, this was on a travel agent fam trip that I was on. I don't mm. know her personally, but she had been bowing out of every ride they were taking us on because of her motion sickness, but really, really wanted to do the Harry Potter ones. And she didn't, she wasn't, she didn't do well on Gringotts, but didn't throw up. But Will would not be talked out of getting on Forbidden Journey, and it was ugly. I was a few, luckily, a few, what are you, they're not really cars, whatever you call those things, down from her. And I mm. heard what was happening. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Protein spill. Mm-hmm, all over she, the ride. She had to be carried off of the ride. and they they patronum <laughs> all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They came, and, they came too, and took her out of the, the park in a wheelchair because no. she was, it made her so sick. Yeah. Her legs came off. <laughs> <laughs> so don't ride Forbidden Journey if motion sickness is a problem for you. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> when I could ride it, I, I was had to be one and done. Mm-hmm. But Hagrid's, I'm down for that all day. Oh, absolutely. I have those screens. Uh, and uh, I have no transition into this next story because I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been honest. sitting here trying to think of a segue and uh, I've got none. I was, um, we've been thinking about where we were talking about bucket list attractions. And this is a place that I was thinking about that's on my travel bucket list, but it doesn't fit into our main discussion because it's not a theme park. So I wanted to go ahead and tell you all about it now because it's pretty cool. Do any of you either see the series American Gods or read the yes, novel by both. Neil Gaiman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, location, both. The, the, this location, the House on the Rock in Wisconsin, plays a pretty big role. I don't know about the show because I never watched that, but in the book, it's where kind of the climax of all the action <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah, I knew you'd like that word. Uh, so it, this is this great big house literally on the side of a cliff that some eccentric dude built uh, a long time ago and just like all good eccentric people he had a bit of a collection some might say hobby some might say problem no. i don't know the original house is 14 rooms plus there's lots of gardens and stuff but they've gone on to add several warehouses to hold this whole so, for example, there's 269 carousel animals on various working carousels. Some of them on the carousel are not animals, or at least completely. Yeah, there's some... You see in this ladies. one picture of the horse legs with the fully naked lady top? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. Would be I would ride that one. Like, I, I clicked like, on the wrong just... photos, and I'm looking at how to build a yurt. I don't know what happened. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> build it on a build it on a rock, and it it tracks. I mean, ah, here we go. Equally okay. equally interesting, but not the same. Yeah, there's just like lights, chandeliers all over the place, and there's like a huge collection of. We laughed at this uh, band organs, which we laughed at when they talked about that at Walt Disney World. Those are those like player self playing, mm-hmm. uh, not just like an organ, but with different instruments attached to it. Also, various orchestra instruments if my organ could play with itself i wouldn't have anything to do all day (laughs) maybe you get something else maybe you get something done get some real work done uh taxidermy monkeys and looks like i don't know is that a raccoon playing fiddles and boots 
strange lighting fixtures, weird tapestries, and just it's just kind of a whole big general mishmash of weird. It looks stuff. amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. And so there's also gardens outside. There's one of those glass bottomed walkways that's like a dead end cantilever out over the side of the cliff. So you can go walk out into thin air and look at it. It's huge. It takes, I forget how big they said it is, but it's it's one of those things that you would not, it would take you a whole day to get through the whole collection of gardens and all of that. It just looks amazing. It's somewhere I've always wanted to visit. The first time I heard about it was when I read American Gods, and it's just just the weird kind of crap. That Wisconsin, that can't be too far from here. How far is this? Uh, it's a decent haul. It's past Let's Chicago, go. so it's several yeah. hours, but it's drivable. It's definitely drivable a, from here. We'll ride that high-speed ferry out of Muskegon and get there in no time. Yes. Good point. But yeah, so that's the location that's on my bucket list that uh, didn't that didn't fit in with the remaining discussion. So I want to share that with you. Uh, and I'm going to say stick around because after the commercial break, we're taking a look at all the theme park adventures we'd like to include in our travel bucket lists. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. The start of the year is a great time to sit down, look at the goals you've set for yourself, take stock of take stock of what you've accomplished and maybe come up with some slightly more aspirational items to add more aspirational items to put in your bucket list this week we're filling up our list with the theme park destinations and adventures that would make for the trip of a lifetime dan you nailed it (laughs) you son of a bitch you did it (laughs) you magnificent son of a bitch (laughs) look at that i can read at a third grade level easily at, at best, um, you know, we talked about we talked about uh, last last year around this time. We discussed just kind of our general travel bucket lists and places that we would love to go that are kind of trip of a lifetime type thing. Uh, did we? Yes, we did. We, we sure did. The, the lovely people from Outer Vibe, <sighs> and then we talked about bucket list stuff. Uh, so uh, I was wondering, what's 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 all on your theme park bucket lists? Well, I'd mine. Like to see the Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, <laughs> I hear it's good. 
but like as originally written with all all the other with all the racism uh, intact yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah. I was actually watching uh, Hee Haw earlier today while I was working. That is oh, funny. wow. That and is wow. It's, it's amazing. Like, <laughs> Here's Roy Clark. It's amazing how many, like, you basically watch that show and you can pick out the exact characters they've they ripped off for each bear. It's, mm-hmm. it's yep. pretty wonderful. I, yeah. But my mm. uh, first on my actual list is, and I tried to do this last time I was supposed to go to the parks and then... I haven't been able to make it to the parks past couple of trips for various reasons is to do the La Cava tequila tasting experience. Mm. Oh yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's 150 bucks a person and you get a few hours and a lot of tequila and mezcal and you get chips and salsa along with it, but they say to make sure that you eat ahead of time because they're basically going to get you. a lot of tequila and not a lot of They're going to get you food. seriously drunk. And, <laughs> yeah. I, and I guess you get like a whole little section of La Cava that they section off for you and your group. So that's mm-hmm. on my list. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would like to do that one, too. There's a a more formal, longer version of that that they do only during, I think, food and wine over mm-hmm. across the street. Mm-hmm. But this version looks like even more tequila and less foods. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> yes. it's uh, $50 cheaper. I think it's 200 or 225 for the other one. This one looks great. I was in there, I forget when that was, but I saw the remnants of a group leaving that had just done that, and they were clearing it up, and there was a lot of empty little tequila shot glasses on mm-hmm. their thing. It looks pretty great. I'll never forget a company conference a few years ago when <laughs> we were running all around Epcot. I knew this was going to come up. Taking part in mm. these adventures around the world, sweating our balls off because it was like 110 mm-hmm, degrees. And mm-hmm. Heather yep. and we stopped into that uh, <laughs> restaurant for lunch and Heather and Jeff were behind the partition. It wasn't <laughs> just others. us. There were others. others. <laughs> Yeah, but Taking yes. part in that lunch taste, that taste. Yeah, while everybody was doing a sweaty scavenger hunt through the park <laughs> team building, it was amazing. We were having a four course tequila dinner. <laughs> yeah, there's Heather and Jeff, clearly not part of the team. <laughs> yeah, nope. we built the team. We need you guys to experience the team. That's now. right. That's right. Yeah. It looked like a good experience. It though, was so fantastic. Sure Someday you'll the you'll food enjoy was amazing. Yeah, the yeah, tequila like it, was Dan. great. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things on my list is not available right now, but I really hope that it comes back because I want to go scuba diving in the the seas in Epcot. But hey, you have to be scuba certified. Well, since you mention it, I am actually scuba certified. Oh, are you a diver? I am a diver now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks really neat. A bunch of salt life t-shirts. No, that will not be happening. (laughs) No. Did anybody in your house buy a bunch of salt? No one. No, nope, nope, not happening. I won't allow it. Does anybody in your house own a diver's knife? No, no, no. That's... What about a diving watch? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there. Now you're getting closer. Yes. <laughs> Is it, it in looks... a, a very small wrist size? <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cool, though. I've seen people doing it, and I would. It, it's a. It's. One of the things I like about it is it's a safe environment. You can go and walk through the. And, and see the aquariums and what's in the tank. You're not going to swim yeah. past a cave and have some crazy, scary sea creature whose home you just invaded. 
Yeah, it looks super cool. I've seen people doing it, and I would like to just wave at the children from inside the tank. Yes, I mean, and they have a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah. Can you? Can you? I want to scuba dive with the restaurant. Yeah. I don't think. Oh, you can. I thought you. Yeah, I've been in the connects there. Maybe that's a separate thing because I have been in the restaurant and I witnessed a diver mm-hmm. proposed to somebody who was sitting in the restaurant like she was there waiting for him oh, thinking I that he was going to show up dinner and i had a diver come down with a sign yes it wasn't for the so maybe know, that was a question, separate thing that they yeah uh, arranged but what they had a yeah. happy anniversary thing or something yeah they said or my sign hearing? said she said yes so, oh, that's cool. And it used to be they free. They they did a whole dinner at Coral Reef where you could get personalized menus. They would oh, basically cool. help you do the whole thing. And then they stopped. It was a, a long time ago. So. Yeah, this one is the diving is currently on hold because of COVID. But it's not even that expensive. It's about $170 when it was still running. And it's a three-hour experience you only spend about an hour of that diving but the rest of the time you're getting to see behind the scenes you get to go up to the top of those tanks and see where how they take care of the animals and how it all runs and uh, yeah i would i think that's really neat there are also some tours that you can take that don't involve the diving where you can see behind backstage not right now have they started back any tours other than the private VIP tours? Not that I've seen. I don't think so. No. Like the behind the seeds and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Behind the so. seeds is fantastic. That's what I've always wanted. Backstage to do. magic. I don't know yeah. if it's bucket list level, but I've always wanted to do seeds. Yeah. Speaking of tours, on my list, I have the. What is it called? The Wild Africa Trek. Yes. Did you do this and didn't your family do this? Yes, it's so it's great. At the Animal Kingdom. You get to go out onto these savannah areas and do a little mm-hmm. backstage kind of stuff. Yeah, you're in your own Jeep out in the savannas and you do some walking. It starts with you gearing up in harnesses and stuff and doing kind of a ropes course thing over the safari. Mm-hmm. The... Right picture i'm looking at on the description is of going over the alligator yes things which would freak me out a little bit you're you're clearly cabled in there and it's all safe but that's you're a rickety looking bridge in, and the funny thing about that rickety looking bridge is once you're up on it you can see that underneath it there are actually additional structures so that if yeah. that rickety looking bridge actually the wooden plank rickety. yeah if that wooden plank actually did break in half you're just falling into a net and you're cabled <laughs> and your crutch yes. yes just hanging by your wiener over the there's the, a whole harness and they give it's you they give you something to hold your sunglasses on so that if you're looking down if your sunglasses fell off they wouldn't fall your phone has a little thing that uh, everything that they give you attaches to that vest that you see her wearing and you get a, a water bottle that's says wild Africa Trek on it. And you get to keep all that stuff. Yeah. It includes lunch. looks like you stop somewhere. I'm sure scenic and have a lovely lunch. Yeah. Have you ever noticed when you're on the safari, there's all sort yeah, of like off a little in the pavilion distance. thing mm-hmm. over there. That's where you eat. Yeah. I really would love to do this. And they do another one. That's just uh 
Walking with Giants is the elephant tour, but I actually don't hear great things about that one. I was excited for that, but people say it just smells like elephant shit. Yeah, and I've heard you that don't... one depends on how the, how well the elephants cooperate. If none mm-hmm. of them are over near where you're standing, you're just watching them from mm-hmm. far away. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> interacting the way you want it to be. Our family is just super animal lovers, so we would love to do this one. It's really good. One of the my favorite parts of it is the first thing you do is you walk to the hippo enclosure and you're you get pretty close to the hippos. You're up on a hill above them. Did but they, they give you a poncho? No. <laughs> <laughs> but they bring you they bring a bucket full of the hippos love uh, watermelon. And they bring a bucket and they like bang on the bucket and the hippos know that means, hey, we're going to get some watermelon. And they all come through the water. And when the when we did this, there was a baby. It was very cute. A baby hippo? or A baby hippo. No, it was a baby baby hippo. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody had a baby in a backpack on the Wild Africa (laughs) trek. The hippo thought it was a watermelon. Yeah. That would not have been The Wild good. Africa Trek is only $199. It includes food and... Yeah, you have to be 18 and up or accompanied by a, a parent or guardian. Yes. And the lunch is really good, too. It's not just yeah, it you looks know, like theme a nice park spread. food. I was going to say this one where they give you like a fancy... Chicken curry salad and tiffins. A tiffin, yes. That's that's what I where I learned what a tiffin is. That's right. Yeah. It's like a (laughs) lunch pail kind of thing. Yeah, it's really delicious. I assumed that was somebody's last name. Mm Mm-hmm. Me too. Probably both. Imagineer Jeffrey Tiffin. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffins at it again. (laughs) While we're on the subject of tours. The one I really want to do is the 50th anniversary VIP tour. Have you guys heard anything about what you get to do on this thing? Yeah, you is that told the one where you get to do whatever you want? Not exactly. No. Well, within reason. It's basically. it's a it's a planned thing specifically. That the one you're thinking of is it's got the word dreams in it. I can't remember yeah, what it is. Name. Yeah. That one's actually more expensive than this one. I think it's yeah. twice the price. It's like something like twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's and you just right. ask, you just tell them what you want to do. And within just reason, bespoke. they'll do it. It is. This well, one is designed to specifically for the 50th anniversary edit. So you start off, they pick you up wherever, like a VIP tour, they pick you up wherever you want to start. If you're staying on site or off site, they come and pick you up in a Mercedes Sprinter. So it's not even the normal not the church van, it's the fancy other van, use. yeah. And you start at California Grill because they take you up there, and the, this one has two guides, and they they gather some historians along the way along your stops. But the, you start up there for a champagne toast, and they show you because from up there you can see all of Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And they give you a little bit of some history and 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 how it was. Conceived and all of that stuff, and tell you where you're going to go, and then you. The next thing you do is you get in a private pontoon, and they take you out on Bay Lake, and you get to see some of. They talk about Discovery Island and what that used to be. 
Some other stuff. Before we closed it. Yeah. (laughs) And there's, they say that there are surprises at every stop that they don't tell you about in advance because they don't want to give it away. Then you go, so you pull up to the Magic Kingdom in your private pontoon and you go walking down Main Street. They do some history. But then you get to see the Cinderella Castle Suite, which is not usually a part of, of VIP tours. Or and, any other. And before you leave the Cinderella Castle Suite, they will have taken your order for lunch. So then they take you down to a private section of Be Our Guest, and you have lunch at Be Our Guest. And it includes some stuff that you can't get just eating there for lunch. So it's like some good things. Food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, you can order whatever you want, as much as you want, off of this special menu that they have for you. And here's where it starts to get into stuff that really made me want to do it. You go ride Haunted Mansion, which is cool. Yeah, cool. (laughs) But when you get off the ride, they take you downstairs and they take you to see the Pepper's Ghost effect. That's literally on my list is just to see the backstage just of Haunted Mansion. It, so if yeah. that's part of that, I will do that. It, it is. And they, the, the thing that they told us about this is one of the things that they want people to know is that part of the Haunted Mansion is really not handicapped accessible. You have to go down this crazy, like, spooky, tight, it's steep stair, yeah, staircase. And they keep you back far enough from the railing because the ride continues to go. So you're seeing it from the ride functioning from that perspective. It's kind of like if you, um, and I think we've talked about on the Adventures by Disney uh, Southern California trip, they take you down behind the screen in um, Soren. So it's like that. You're seeing it. But you get to see backstage at Haunted Mansion. I've always wanted to, to do that. Yeah, that right there when they said that all right i'm sold i'll put that on my list then yeah <laughs> yeah for sure then they do they do some more things you do some more rides you get to go down into the utilidors which is cool that's on my list. that was way mm-hmm. underwhelming experience it is a little course. underwhelming but it's kind of neat still yeah, to cool. say that you did it uh, then they take you on take you to epcot via the monorail but the cool part is you have your own car And then as they're approaching, they slow the monorail down to a crawl so that you're moving that whole section where you're moving through Epcot. You're going really slow so that they can talk to you about Epcot. And then they take you to Space 220 for some food and some drinks. That's cool. Which it's pretty hard to get a reservation there. So that's pretty cool. And then um, do you do some more stuff at Epcot? You end at Ratatouille and then they take you on the Skyliner and there's, I don't really want to give it away. There's something very cool that they give to you as a souvenir when you're riding the Skyliner and it's. It's one of those bags from under the seat. (laughs) (laughs) From the poo corner. Yeah. (laughs) It's something that's not sold in any shop and that you can't get anywhere except on this tour. So A Mickey plush? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't it. get that anywhere. Yeah, I'm looking everywhere. But it looks start. really cool, and I am determined. It's only this year. It will end at the end of this year. They won't be doing it. Anymore. And how much is that one? It's like for a group of eight people, right? It's six, Up to eight. Sixty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's not ten people like the normal 
VIP tour. I believe it's six. Six or eight one. people. Yeah. yeah. So and it's, it's available. You can find that on the website and do it now. Yes, you can call the. There's information about it on the website, and you can call the and, the VIP tour hotline. Or and is it commissionable? It is. Then they should call their mm-hmm. key to the world travel agent. <laughs> yes, and each any travel six. advisor can book that we'll for you, which is excellent. World this year. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, you just need to get a, get, get a group of if you do or pennies. Yeah, get a group of six <laughs> friends together and split it. I'm looking yeah. for five other people who would like to come along with me when I do this. Yeah, that sounds incredible. I'm in. That, Anybody in? Reminded, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That reminded me of another behind the scenes attraction that I think would be really cool to see was the American Adventure at Epcot. The mechanism that they use to change oh, the yeah. stage. Yeah, Jeff has seen that. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty amazing to watch. That was my probably my favorite part of the backstage magic tour they used to do. I don't. It seems like they had stopped that one even before they discontinued other tours. So I don't know if that. Will I know ever come I'm back. sad. That's that one is on my bucket list. It was epic. But yeah, that mechanism is incredible. It sounds like it from every, everybody that's seen it running as well. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. So I'd love to see that. Uh, well, something of, I had on my list was, and I don't know how many of these locations still exist even to visit, but I think it'd be really cool to try to visit as many of the parks that Walt visited or used for inspiration when planning Disneyland. I'd love oh, to go. Cool. To, oh, cool. That's a great idea. Um, not Sperry Farm. He stole a lot of ideas from there uh, as far as parks op- park operations and stuff. But there's some other amusement parks around the LA area that uh, he visited a lot, like Tivoli Gardens in Denmark. There's some other European places. You don't have to see the Alweg uh, monorail factory in in Germany, oh. which I believe is... Disney needs to be making a nice big purchase from there. Yeah, too. I was going to say, is that yes. still a working monorail factory? Yes, I, I think, yeah, in, uh, yes, it is. Oh, no, it was a transportation company in Germany. Oh. So it looks like it may not be anymore. Cologne, Germany. But yeah, so just to, to get to visit kind of cool. those spaces that inspired the theme parks as we know and love them would be pretty amazing. Tivoli Gardens looks absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous. Incredible. So that'd be pretty amazing. That's a cool thing. We did the uh, Griffith Park Observatory, the, not the observatory, but the park where the carousel was that inspired Walt to yeah. come up with something mm-hmm. that parents and children can do together <laughs> while I smoke a pickled cigarette. <laughs> um, one of my things is actually very new to my theme park bucket list, but has shot to the top rather quickly. And that is to yell something at Bob Chapek in the park <laughs> during yeah. the event. A lot of people have had that opportunity. Oh, did you see the signs at the, at the oh, race yeah. this past week? Those yes, are great. you run Disney better than Bob Chapek. That was my favorite. Yeah, that, that was yeah. great. Like, it, I have a feeling we're not going to see him making appearances very much in the park in his Mm-mm. tenure as he has dipped out of a few f- events already since his... Uh, initial taking over. Yeah, so. he's not much of a fan of having things her 
you know, no, inv- well, he's already complained about his image. So, but it would be fun to just maybe he needs a better PR. Team. He has complained about his image. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's complained that about his image as a bean counter in yes in business. Yeah, that's uh... maybe stop being that then, yeah. Bob. Yeah. Have you considered that? <laughs> well, he's had many opportunities that he has missed to. Yes. At least seem like a man of the people during Disneyland's re- grand reopening after 18 or, months of being closed. Mm-hmm. Josh tomorrow, like whether people. he's really a great guy or not, but Josh tomorrow is out there shaking everybody's hands and all that. And Bob Shapek's back there and will not engage. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, he's, he's earning that reputation. And same with when the uh, 50th anniversary happened at. Disney World. Yep. <laughs> That's where everybody was yelling at him, though. Yeah, I think that would probably yeah. be the last time we'll see him do something like that. And then like he that. suddenly didn't show up for D23. Hmm. <laughs> Scheduling conflicts, you know. Yeah. He was scheduled I, to not be I yelled scheduled at. scheduled a day of not being yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a mental all, health day. I think he probably takes a worse rap than he deserves, but... Oh, yeah, probably whatever. so, but... It is kind of fun, too. He's an easy target with that big old bald head, so. hmm <laughs> But a real one on my list, a real one, all right, I'll counter that, is uh, to finish staying at every Walt Disney World hotel. And I've only got a handful left, so. What's left yacht, on your list? Yacht, Beach, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and uh, Old Key West, and if I must, the Grand Floridian. <laughs> that will be the last one. I would one. stay at all of those. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I want to stay, stay at all of them. But the the Grand Flow is just it's mm-hmm. not my style in the Grand Floridian. The style of it, I always resisted it till we we had to stay there for an event that we were co hosting, mm-hmm. and I wound up really liking it. Yeah. The rooms are in bad need of a redo, but so the bad. Uh, the amenities there are great. I like so many of the bars and restaurants and things there. The it's the same reason I don't really Rose. like Portofino Bay at Universal. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were designed by grandmothers. So yeah, yeah. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I've never stayed there. The only ones left on my list are the All Stars, and I think those are just going to stay that way. Yeah, See, that's, where, that's where stayed. I started. I moved up from yeah. there. So. I've never <laughs> stayed at an All Star. I've stayed at Pop Century. A ton yeah, of Pop Century is great. At Art of Animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have never stayed at. French Quarter. That's one of my or favorites. Or Caribbean Beach. I think that's it. Caribbean Beach mm-hmm. is oh, the no, West. West. French Quarter is yeah. my favorite moderate because it's small, quiet. It's it's a really well done. Oh, I guess, I guess Old Key West. I've been there for breakfast. Do you know, now that I think about it, I've not stayed there. Yeah, the only time I ever have set foot there was the one time we went to Olivia's. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, this is cute. I should stay over here. It is. I've stayed at like four. And are they all named All Star? No, stayed in All Star. I I did as a child get to stay in the uh, Disney Treehouse Villas, though. Oh, those are cool. Uh, They're a little remote and they're a little dated, but they're very cool. Yeah, they're cool. If you've, I think that would be great for a large family, like multi generational Mm -hmm. thing or something like that. They need a little refurb on the decor, but. Are they so are much still of it's available? kind of built so, in? Mm-hmm, they are. It's hard to redo. Mm-hmm. I thought they were cast member housing. Oh, they were at one point a long time ago, but now they're part of yeah. DVC. The treehouse yeah. villas are 
part of the Saratoga Springs collection. And they recently redid the Saratoga Springs villas and they look really pretty. So maybe Mm -hmm. they'll do the tree houses too. All-Star Sports is getting a a refurb. So (laughs) yeah, Grand Floridian's got to be next, right? Fingers crossed. If they want to keep... The rooms at Grand Flower really rough yeah, for what they If they, they want to keep those charging things. those prices for that resort, they need to refresh the rooms. Like, so, gut them. So speaking <laughs> of doing all of the things that there are, I have been to Disney World, Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris, but I want to make one mega trip that's mm-hmm. all of the Asian parks in I one agree. fell swoop. And I want to do them all in two and a half days. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Including travel time. You probably could do that with Hong Kong and uh, and Shanghai. Yeah. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to. But it's going to gonna they, take a little longer to get over amazing. to Tokyo. Shanghai Disney, just for its technology and the scope and size, just looks so amazing. Yeah, I really want to ride their pirates. And, <laughs> and just Pirates of the Caribbean alone makes me want to go there. But really, I want to see uh, Tokyo Disney Sea. Yeah. Yes. So cool. It's just so different than every other Disney park. And I, I love the idea of it. It's got the 20,000 leagues ride. It's got that journey to the center of the earth. It just looks so cool. I could walk around there for days and days, I think. Yeah, that Tokyo is on my definitely. list for sure. Disney Sea. And what is it? Hong Kong Disneyland just redid their castle but mm-hmm. otherwise it's pretty much a carbon copy of disneyland right yes yeah but, but i would love to, the idea of just being there and everything looks i like when you go like when i first went to disneyland as an adult after getting really used to magic kingdom it's like earth 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> magic kingdom <laughs> everything's just slightly off and i like yeah. that sort of ah, you round a corner like, that's not supposed to be there I would love that part of it. And then just hearing everything being in Japanese or whatever. Yeah. Be cool at Tokyo. <laughs> it's something on my list you guys mentioned briefly. I really want to get to do that SoCal by Disney. Mm-hmm. It's, it's never it's coming back. So great. <sighs> I think it will. I think they've got to I think they've got <laughs> so to really reevaluate it. <laughs> yeah. They do yeah. still have some Imagineers working in Glendale. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, They're that's the part. Many. That's the tricky part is that was a big draw for that. Getting that's to go to Mickey's of Glendale. And if you think about it, they're probably going to keep all of the stuff that we saw, like the yeah, model room. That that's stuff's true. all going to stay out there. So, it, yeah, it's personnel, you're not getting museum. to meet anybody as, as much, but we didn't really meet that many people when we did it. No, so. that's true. It was only a few Imagineers. So, yeah, they could operate that building like the backstage tour at MGM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like an archive. There would be yeah. fewer probably curtain well, off areas yeah, you couldn't go into. Is the archive going to move? The archive is probably going to stay out there, right? Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, they well, haven't said the yeah. studio. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The studio is moving. Staying. Yeah. And that's why I think a good bit of... Mm-hmm. I think they'll move all the non... I think they'll move a lot of the non-creative no, kind of They've already started not, moving the creatives. It's, it's all a, of that's going it's to a big swath of, of people Oof. that are in well, charge of creating things for the parks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ones that actually decided they wanted to go to Florida. Yeah. The ones that are left that didn't just leave. Yeah. 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 But there's so much else on that tour that you, you they will still make it a good tour. The going to Jim Henson studios, 
That was, I was really sad cool. that wasn't part of the shortened one that that I did. Yeah, I really wanted to do that. Part. Yeah, that was neat. Jeff got to be a puppeteer. It was pretty cool. That is hard to do. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks, is it? <laughs> yeah, you get you're doing this or whatever with your hand for the mouth, but the you have to look on these monitors and go the reverse because the way they're filming it, you have to go everything's backwards. So you're looking at a you know, monitor of yourself to get your thing, but you can't. It's you're yeah, used to looking at your... yourself in a mirror instead of in a monitor. <laughs> yeah, that part was fun. Yeah. Was, you know, there's so much really on neat. that tour. I I hope they'll bring that back. And you go in the Chinese theater and mm-hmm. all that stuff is super cool. Yeah. And the only thing I had left really on my list that wasn't really covered by everything else was, uh, and I guess <laughs> it could be covered by a backstage tour, but before I die, I would like to see Gonzo fuck <laughs> a chicken in the laundry room. <laughs> Just, just with my own eyes, not on video. That was on the the full <laughs> day magic backstage magic tour that I did. Nice. You did go to the laundry, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I would there like to not, see that. There was no chicken loving going on though. <laughs> but there was a stain. Yeah. I tell you, <laughs> that backstage magic tour. If they do bring that back, it's it's it was the greatest thing. So we saw backstage of all of the many of the attractions and stuff, but we spent a lot of time in the utilidors, and they showed how the the trash what is it pneumatic tubes whatever so they just take these have these huge things they load into the tube and close it like a thing at a bank teller and then it ends up back behind splash and then they went and took us later in the tour back to we went back behind splash and saw where they store all the parade stuff and that's cool i have all of that and um, i got to do that once when we got stuck on splash mountain and they had to yeah. evacuate us well, to they the took back. us out the back there and you see where it all just those tubes come out there and then it's all sorted and scattered and some stuff is composted and that's some cool. is recycled and, Really cool. I'd like to see in the Disney floral and in the places where they're working on all of the greenery and the stuff for the parks. That seems mm-hmm. cool. And yeah, didn't you get library. to go to where they stored all the Christmas decorations? That was an accident. That's oh. not normally, <laughs> that is not normally on the tour, but this was the weirdest thing. The tour's like nine plus hours long, including a lunch. But we went to Central Shops, so we were watching that that day what they were building in there was new Splash Mountain cars. Oh, cool. So they, they had the fiberglass shell, and they were installing the seats and putting the, I guess, vinyl seat covers and all that, upholstering them and painting them. So we saw the paint shop, how it comes in and puts the base coat, and then the people are hand airbrushing the log stuff on each thing and pressing trash cans. So we saw that the bus broke down. So we all get on the bus. We can't go anywhere. So it's going to be a while. So across from central shops where they do that is uh, holiday storage. And oh, it's just this massive warehouse. So but, cool. Uh, it being Disney, it's the most efficiently run warehouse ever. So if you're mm-hmm. there looking for a specific thing, everything's, of course, extremely archived so they were like uh like the name warehouse thing. At the so end people were saying like okay Jones. main street wreath and then they type that into a thing and it tells them exactly where to go and uh, like in the parking decks at disney springs a light comes on at the end of the oh, aisle that that oh, thing is on cool. so you know right where to go 
And then there's a light under, so it's like slots, like you're searching for lumber at Home Depot. Everything is a aisle and a slot number. That's neat. That's for really every neat. single wow Christmas decoration. That's crazy. And you also got to see them stitching a costume for Belle, wasn't that yeah, it? I think none of that is there anymore. It was oh bummer. It was uh, in the backstage area. They did. Oh, Hollywood uh, Studios? All, yeah, that was where they made mm-hmm. all of the costumes for every Disney thing in the world, including cruise ships and things in Europe and all that. I don't know where they do that now, but there was a woman that was hand-beating Swarovski crystals onto Belle's dress for oh, that's so some cool. parade. And that so used to be part of the original was, back lot. Yeah, I was standing in there next to her watching, and she's like, you want to hold it? It's really heavy. And I was like, yes, I do. And I could, I would this like dress to. weighs 50 pounds, just covered in crystals. Cool. Oh. Well, I, I held, hope they bring uh, that back. When we were backstage of the, the American experience that Dan was talking about, they were replacing Mark Twain's head. <laughs> <laughs> and I held Mark Twain's head. That is very cool. That's a lot of stuff that people just don't get to do. I love that. Yeah, that tour at the time was not, it was like $400 or something. But totally worth it. It was eight hours and included lunch at either, they take you to either Mama Melrose or we went to Whispering Canyon. It depended on, and that was because the bus broke down. So we had to go somewhere different. (laughs) You got a lot of extra cool stuff because of Mm -hmm. the broken bus. The last thing uh, that I had on my list is something at Disneyland, and it's the 21 Royal experience, which is also very expensive. It's like a just a crazy number of course private dinner in the what used to be the Dream Suite. Yeah. And they turned it into this, and it's up above Pirates, and it's where Walt was going to have his expanded apartment this better apartment this after better over the fire truck firehouse yeah and it's, it's a crazy it's twelve thousand dollars i think to do this but it includes well you can have 12 people mm-hmm. I was gonna say again seating. it's a thousand dollars a person if you have you and 11 friends not too shabby if 10 other people want to do that heather and i will do that yep that's right <laughs> we're getting a group together <laughs> Have you read the description of how they, like, you start off at the Grand Florida, Grand California, and then they escort you into the park and right into the thing, and you start with the toast. And amazing. just the, it looks just gorgeous in there. It's still all decked out, Ugh. and you and they, start with like cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, and they contact you ahead of time and ask if are you more of liquor people or wine people or. Mm-hmm. Whatever and what kind of menu? It's a very bespoke experience. Definitely, and they they'll design the the menu for you. Your cocktails are served by butlers, and you can go out on the patio and watch everything going on down below at Disneyland, and then spit on the peons as they pass. yes mm-hmm. yes before you garbage. It's right before you retire to the dining room to eat on your gold plated dinnerware. You're like I just want the penguin butlers from Mary Poppins. <gasps> yeah, yes. is that too much to ask? I'm Maybe I'm they could do that. I, mean, I think it might be too much to ask. Actually, oh, it's well. Disney. Make the magic. Come on, Dick That's Van Dyke is very old. He is, this is but true. he's very spry. Come on, that's true. 
The chef works directly with premier suppliers, local and international, to get the very freshest farm-to-table ingredients for your Mm. bespoke experience. It says right here on the thing. I would like to eat a roast pig that dined only on acorns. Uh, You can do that at Yachtsman. (laughs) (laughs) Was that at Yachtsman Mm -hmm. that we had that? charcuterie board it was that a had... description of the charcuterie board and how this pig died alone on this island eating only <laughs> certain things it was the most pretentious his, his sadness and thing. tears made his meat more tender yes <laughs> like, he's a victim of unrequited love it's just yeah. really yes. it was helps. because his stuffed bear friend made him wear a pink sweater all the time <laughs> <laughs> His meat was salted with his own tea. Yes, it was delicious, too. (laughs) The spare tastes so good. (laughs) It's true. Well, it looks like there's a lot of stuff we still have to do in the theme parks. We better get on it. Dan, did you have another? My last one was, it's not actually a Disney theme park one, but again, it's... Then uh, you're head fired. Over, <laughs> yeah, I know. Head over to Europe, and they have some crazy theme parks. They there. really do. Uh, have you ever heard of Efteling? No. It's, it's, oh, Don't talk it? to me like that. that. It sounds Efteling. inappropriate. No, you Efteling. <laughs> you know, it's a theme park in the Netherlands. Oh, that's like the a Dutch. fairy tale. It's a fairy tale theme. Yeah, it's not. it's nothing like that other Dutch theme park we talked about, though. <laughs> Does it have a Hoonderpruther? <laughs> no, it certainly does not. It's it's a fairy tale theme park, but it's just like these castles, and it's it kind of puts Disney to shame on the castle and 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 stuff. But they've got some really crazy dark rides there. But there's quite a few theme parks um, around Europe that are like really heavily themed and just giant, gorgeous. Yeah, that would be a cool parks. trip to just put together a whole two-week or something jaunt around a bunch of theme parks in Europe. Just obscure theme parks There's in Europe. There's so much yeah, regular I like Europe it. I haven't seen. It feels irresponsible <laughs> to go over there and just see theme parks. But, <laughs> just but I'm go down. to park. I mean, if that's your thing, mm-hmm. it's just, and, and they have, it's just, it looks amazing. And there's, there's that one park, we talked about once a park that is like, the different lands are different periods of history. Oh, yeah. Europe, and you can go to the, uh, medieval village and the Roman cost. Get medieval on your ass. <laughs> Those kinds of parks just, they just look. And I don't know why we don't, I guess, just because we only hear. Well, don't forget here. to go to Westworld in Japan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you kill him in? <laughs> yeah. Hey, why it's you an ask? upcharge. Oh, oh, you're talking about there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or. Or a fee, yes, you can. So yeah, that's that's the last time I had on my bucket list. Anything else? I'm, I'm sure that there's stuff coming down the pike that I'm going to keep adding to my list. They always keep coming up with more stuff that I want to do. Yeah, they're good at manipulate manipulating you into giving mm-hmm. them lots and lots of money. Someday I'm going to spend the night in the Cinderella Castle suite. I don't know how I'm going to arrange it, but it's going to happen. Just tell them you're Mariah Carey. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I was on a short-lived Disney Channel original series back in the, <laughs> back in the day. I was I one was of on the original the eight- Mouseketeers. I was on the 18th re- uh, reiteration of the Mouseketeers. It was you guys <laughs> not, don't not remember the original it. ones. The, Johnny, the one- Joey, Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> the one with Brittany and Justin. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was my and uh, Ryan Gosling. 
Was he one of the Musketeers? And Christina mm-hmm. Aguilera. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, what a mega cast. It and really JC was. Chazé yeah, that's <laughs> from right. sync. Oh, I feel bad. Man. It's like all those five people who all went on to huge fame and money, and then like, and then the red Carl head. Johnson, the redhead <laughs> named Chase. I remember there was a kid named Chase uh-huh. who had a big yeah. red hair, and he did nothing. <laughs> yeah. There was some chick that just died. Poor guy. Oh. Way to bring it down, Dan. <laughs> she wasn't one of the famous ones, so who cares? Dan Leonard's a laugh a minute kind of guy. Yeah, I, know. Oh, I think wow. I cut that part out. It really, it really killed him. Making a bucket well, list. Jeez. You really shit the bed on that. More like chicken the bucket list. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> too soon. Because of death. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to cross some items off your own travel bucket list, Key to the World Travel has 12 theme parks around the world full of expert travel planners and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. <coughs> Head, to www. <laughs> Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the theme park professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. While you're at it, haven't mentioned it in a few weeks, but uh, hop on that Apple podcast. Make sure that you click that subscribe button and leave us a nice rating and review to help other people find our show and... Let them know why we're so awesome. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Hi, y'all. Goodbye, everybody. You know, it is actually on my bucket list to outlive flows. As God is my witness, (laughs) I will shuffle off this mortal coil only after that place has been raised. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.